Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Good evening, come in Christchurch. Hello, Avalon. Hey, guys, how's it going? Yeah, we're good. Now, uh, before we go any further, staycation at the formal formal home of uh, <laughs> the late John Britton, which has just been sold as a as a, a beautiful home. It was on uh, Design, what is that, House Design New Zealand? Pretty cool show. Grand Designs. Grand Designs. Uh, what was it like, your little staycation? Amazing! You don't miss much, do you? Well, I follow you. Um, well, if you if you're going to put it on social media, everybody's going to see it, girl. Yeah, true, true, true. Um, no, it was well worth sharing. Um, absolutely amazing. Honestly, really, really stunning. Um, as you can imagine, but I guess it's just all the small details that add up and make it into something really special that you don't expect. Um, yeah, just that central courtyard um, with the infamous staircase and the handmade um, wooden railing. It's just, um, yeah, it really is a special place and such a sun trap, like so warm, which um, <laughs> the weather down here in Christchurch has been less than uh, desirable lately. Please, so, um, yeah, no, really, really cool. I really wanted to get there before um, Isabel John's daughter sold the place. So um, we stuck oh, wow. in a last minute trip and it was definitely worth it. Oh, that's cool. That's very cool. I mean, um, what a what a legacy that uh, that man has has left behind. That's uh, stunning. That place is beautiful. So, was that you? You wanted to go there because of of John Britton and and that that uh, obviously attachment that you've got to him through through motorbikes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty much. Um, you know, he obviously did a huge amount for the sport, particularly here in New Zealand. Um, a lot of people don't know anything about motorbike racing, and they know uh, John Britton and the Britton bike. Mm, so, um, pretty true. cool to see um, and feel a bit more about um, the man that he was, and, and I guess his family and, and where he lived and that sort of thing. Um, no, very cool, very cool, and, and a bit sad, I'm sure, for the whole family to see that house go. Uh, it's where he built the bike, so. Wow. Um, yeah, pretty tough for them, to, I guess, to see it move on to new. R- romantic, I, though, I, right? I loved, I loved seeing one of the best things from the documentary back in the day when he was, when he was having to cool the castings for the engine stuff. He was putting them in the pool. That was just fantastic. <laughs> I, I just I vividly recall that he's got these these stinking hot castings, you know, um, for the engine, the, for the V twin, and he's putting them in the pool to cool them down. It's just fantastic stuff. Love it. All so right. Okay. 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 But you had another romantic weekend with the hubby to be Jake. So were you guys r- r- racing around in the wet at the weekend? Yes, we were. We were. Uh, we went to Invercargill. So. Um yeah, we're very lucky here in the South Island. I do have to acknowledge that, that racing has carried on as normal in the club scene anyway. So, um, yeah, we had a round of the, what is our basically South Island Championship. Uh, Friday, we got to ride Teretonga in the dry, which is absolutely amazing. The closest thing yeah. we have here in Europe, to, uh, a Europe uh, here in New Zealand to a European track. And it was so fun to actually ride some fast corners again. Gosh, we really enjoyed it. And then Sunday in the rain, which... Um, is somewhat to be expected in Macau. <laughs> did, did, did I, did I see Jake? Did Jake high side it? Yes, yeah. Um, yes, he did. He uh, got very excited. <laughs> Mate, again. Very early on in the piece. And again. Shot to the moon. Again, put it on social media. People are going to know hey. about it. This is as simple as that. Okay, let's. Okay, Valentino Rossi. Uh, was he a hero of yours uh, growing up as a young wannabe motorbike racer? And if so, what. 
effect did his success and style of writing have on you? Oh, that's, that's big. Um, he influenced the whole sport and everyone in it, so uh, you can't help but admire uh, his writing and obviously his charisma, which is um, what made him so famous. Uh, yeah, absolutely amazing. Like, I, I still remember um, when I got into motorbike racing, uh, saw Aaron Slight racing on TV, and it was the first kind of I ever saw of it, and then figured out about MotoGP, which obviously is on at, like, 2, 3 a.m. New Zealand time on a Sunday morning. Uh, and I remember getting up um, that early on a school day before going to school on a Monday and watching those races live. Um, and obviously Valentino was, was the man at that time. Uh, he was the Marquis of, of that era, just about winning every race. Um, so, yeah, done amazing things for the sport. Very different to us because, because he's Italian. Uh, he's very Italian in, in the way he goes about things as well. So quite hard to identify with. Like I probably idolised more the Australian and the American riders. Um but, yeah, you can't deny what he's done for the sport and what an amazing guy he is, really. Um, pretty yeah. pretty sad to see him go, but very cool to see that legacy that he's leaving behind with the VR46 Academy. Uh, he, he's done amazing things for those Italian riders. Yeah, it's, it is an incredible legacy. Uh, he's... You just said that you know you probably um, had a, a sort of closer affinity to the Aussie and the and maybe the American riders, but when Valentino won a race, you know, and he won so many, and there was you know uh, championships, and you know he was winning races on the trot all the time. I don't remember myself ever, because of the way he came across and and the way he did portray himself, and 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 just you know what he. The, the brand he created and how he went about it. I never remember once thinking, oh, God, not him again. It was always an amazing <laughs> yeah. feeling when he when he won a race. You just were, like, so excited, regardless if you if you weren't his, you know, you, you, you weren't a fan necessarily. When he won a race, you were just like, wow, Valentino, wow, wow, wow. You never got sick of it. Is, is that what, sort of way you felt? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Um. Like his personality, it's just just next level. And, um, Mm. yeah, I think we all felt like that. Uh, Obviously, until he went to Ducati. I mean, I lived in Italy um, in that area when he went to Ducati. And all the Italians, um, amazing how many fans he lost during during that period. I'm sure they all um, have fallen back in love with him over the last couple of years. But at that time, there was a lot of animosity over there. Um, Everyone saying back then that he he should be retiring too old. Um, over at no good. Uh, so to see him come back and bounce back these last few years on the Yamaha has been pretty cool. I mean, 43 years old and, and racing inside the top 10 in uh, one his last pretty race. tough sport. Yeah. I don't know if you'd say it's one of the top toughest sports in the world, but it's incredibly tough. So, um, yeah, I think he proved a lot of those Italians wrong, and I'm sure they jumped back on his side uh, the last few years. Oh no, it's 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 sad, really. It's because as an interviewer, we've all grown up watching him, and 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 who who takes over? Who takes is Mark? See, Marquez to me doesn't have the charisma of Valentino. He doesn't that, need that, it. That, that, pardon? How do he needs it? He's he, he. You don't. I think everyone's got to be there themselves and be different and be and be their own. And man, there's some. 
there is such amazing personalities in MotoGP. They are they are, they are not left wanting at all no. with personality in that series, right? And that is what is such a huge part. Look at look at the celebrations on the weekend. I mean, how long did it take these guys to get back to Park Ferme? I mean, it, it was just insane. It's part of the show. It's ah, such an incredible part of the show. The show. And, and like, yeah. I love watching what happens post race at the end of it there to yeah. see all that celebration, all that stuff. And that is such a key for the success of this. <laughs> And they all know, they all know, you look at the way Quattararo behaves and the way Marquez Marquez behaves and and Jack Miller and all these guys, they've all got such incredible personalities that mixes together to create such an incredible melting pot there that um, you're just transfixed all the time. You know, Abby, what I love about MotoGP is the post-match race interviews with Simon Craver because you get three of them that sound the same. You never know who's talking. They say, it's a good, yes, I do the rest. And the next one, they come in second place. Yes, it's a good, I was, uh, you know, I was kind of right. Okay, what the hell is going on here? It, but it's fun. I do. I have to agree with you there because even when they interview Jack Miller, it's hilarious because he's just so Australian. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The contrast yeah. is just yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, mate. Whereas all the, all the Europeans, all the millions and millions of Europeans going, what? I can't understand a word he's saying. What did he say? What? G'day, mate. He, yeah. Get an esky here. I need a beer. Okay. A final round of WSBK this weekend at the Mandalika Circuit on the island mm. of Lombok. It says it's a street circuit. I've seen the photo. Yeah. I couldn't see any town. I could All I could see was a lot of lovely ocean. It looks amazing. It looks fantastic. First time they've raced an Indonesian WSBK since 1997. So, your best friend, Top Rat Ratsadigioglu on the Yami, is sitting on 531 points and Jonathan Ray missed it six times on 501 he can still win this championship Avalon oh absolutely it is going to be such an exciting weekend um particularly going to a new track you just Mm. um you can't really add much more excitement in to that um well it's like a run on Pirelli tyres so that kind of eliminates one tyre being better than the others in a new circuit which is always um quite a big thing so be interesting to see how those Pirellis hold up on, on brand new asphalt. Um, but yeah, we might see one of the bikes just work a lot better than than another brand on that track. So going to be super interesting. But yeah, it's definitely not over till the fat lady sings, as they say. Um, so I, I just couldn't pick it. You can't really pick a winner, can you? Yes, you um, can. Have to see. Yes, you can. <laughs> I, I honestly. I couldn't tell you at the moment. I think Top Rack has the talent and the determination, but Johnny has that experience. Um, so, and, he, and he's got a great team and a great bike. So, um, oh, oh, she's torn. So oh, she's torn. Oh, this, this is very, uh, very unlike her, Murph. All yeah, year, nervous. all year, she's very nervous. She has been all her behind heart says Top Rack, but her head says the other. Well, well, here's another, here's another angle to it. How much pressure is on Top Rack rather than Jonathan Ray? Oh, yeah, a lot. I, I don't know if you guys have seen, but I haven't seen what Top Break's doing next year either, so I don't know if he's still... He's got um, a year to run on that contract. He's still got a year to run on his Yamaha contract. Still if, got a year. Yeah, if not two, yeah, I think. Jake, Jake nodding the Yamaha head too. So uh, I guess it takes a bit of pressure off knowing that um, you, you're going to stick stick with it next year. But, oh, man, mm. when, you're, when you're right there ready to win, that's what you want to do and that's what you've spent probably your whole lifetime working towards. So... I think he's got a pretty calm head, um, and I think he can handle the pressure. So that's probably mm. what um, has made him so competitive this year. I mean, we've seen Bautista and Reading 
both give Ray a run for their money, but um, maybe a little bit of inconsistency from Ducati and then them possibly crumbling under pressure a couple of times, um, which we haven't seen from top rank this year. So, yeah, I think the yeah. best thing for me is that the racing is um, kind of, it, it's Sunday night here, so um, we can all watch it live, which is super exciting to um, not have to stay up till crazy hours in the morning to, to know what happens. It's That's easy. a very good point. Very good point. I think um, as long as Top Rack doesn't change the way he's ridden all year, that's the that's the strongest thing he can do. That's the that's the most the 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 biggest thing he can do to try and break the rest of them is to not change an absolute thing. If he tries to ride slightly differently and, and can be think about the championship, that's when it's going to come unstuck. I reckon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think you're, you're dead correct there. Just what, gonna, what he's been doing works. So, yeah. This what? This what? 60 points up for grabs in total. It's 25 for a race win. Uh, the two main races, then t- an extra 10 for the sprint race. He's 30 points ahead. So, what is it? 30 points ahead, 55. He just needs to win one race, right? Yeah. Don't do your maths. Sorry. No, no, yeah. I, I yeah, failed. Yeah, okay. What, one race. Okay, is, yeah, yeah, because the race one on Saturday is a, is a 25 point race. So, yeah. Yep, you're quite all right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but finally, if Ray finishes, yeah, okay, whatever. Ty yeah, but yeah, we'll take. Don't worry. Hey, <laughs> why did why did you say, why did you throw why did you put the question? I wonder what he's doing next year for. Uh, there, there was a lot of rumour about him heading to MotoGP. Um, he, he was pretty hot property, turns out. Um, <laughs> my, the MotoGP team's one of them, um, and I'm sure that a lot of World Superbike teams were after him too. So. Uh, I know that they were seriously considering that move to MotoGP, um, but yeah, looks like he'll um, stick in with Superbike for another year. I, I hope he does uh, get the shot yeah. in MotoGP. That would be great for for the sport to have him there. Well, Murph and I were talking Speaking about how of... exciting Super uh, MotoGP, uh, sorry, Superbikes has been. Eh, Murph and Carl Fogarty on the SBK site says the same thing. He says he can't yeah. remember a year when Superbikes has been so exciting. Well, probably when he was riding back in the day, stealing championships <laughs> off um, of Aaron Slight. Probably it was probably back then. But um, uh, speaking of people switching uh, switching between championships, uh, Likawona is heading to World Superbikes next year. Um, not got a ride in uh, MotoGP next year, so that's a bit of a switch the other way, which doesn't. Well, which we see a bit of, don't we? A lot of MotoGP riders that finish their careers yeah. there end up in World Superbikes. So that should be that'll be interesting to see how he goes on a um, on a superbike for Honda. It, it certainly will be, and then they've got Xavier Vierge as his teammate as well, who who is a young um, charger from Moto Two. Um, mm. So. It will be interesting because uh, Honda, have, I mean, they have the two riders, oldest riders in the paddock and, and great riders in that, but um, to, to bring two really young, really fast guys over from MotoGP will be super interesting to see how that bike performs with them on board it. And then we've got Siren coming as well from that MotoGP paddock. So, yeah, let's hope. It's always really interesting seeing those guys come from MotoGP because they either come and do really well, like Batista and Nicky Hayden have, or... They kind of just don't perform at all. Like we've seen Tito Rabat um, go from Moto Two World Champion to oh, giving up pretty much halfway through a World Superbike season because he was so far back all the time. So 
yeah, it'll be really interesting to see how those young guys go, and I, I hope it adds to the competition because it sure has been exciting this year, and it will be awesome to see. I think it will. It yeah. I think it will. And we'll probably be yeah, talking to you. We'll probably some young blood, and we'll mm. probably be talking to you on on Monday, won't we, for a pre-record for uh, Sky Speed about this all because we haven't spoken to you for a little while. So uh, that'll that'll be a lot of fun. Uh, all right, thanks, Evie. Have a lovely weekend. Have you set a date for the wedding yet? Oh, for God's sake, Steve! Oh. I'm just asking. <laughs> I'm just asking. <laughs> He's just he's just hunting. He's hunting. Oh, that's good. That's fine. To check. You just he's keep... hunting to see if he's on the list. You just that's all you, he cares you, about. You, you, <laughs> you just keep having those lovely, him, lo- him, him. lovely romantic steak. You're my number. You're my plus one, Murph. All right, we're done, Avalon. Say hi to Jakey Forrest, and we'll talk uh, early next week. Okay. Well, we'll do. Thanks, guys. Look forward to catching up. Enjoy the weekend.